Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable 10-minute advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, founder of Maximize Social Business, and the soon-to-launch Social Media Center of Excellence, Neil Schaefer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my world. Neil Schaefer, Maximize Your Social. Yes, you're in the right place. It is a beautiful, well, it's hard to say it's an autumn day when you live in a place where you don't see any snow in the winter and it doesn't really get that cold. I'm here in beautiful Irvine, Orange County, California, presenting to you today. And it's that time of year, right, in mid to late October, where the heat starts to cool down, especially in the mornings and the evenings, and your body starts to feel a little bit weak as you transition from your summer system to your winter system. And that's sort of where I am right now. I sort of feel like I need to, you know, put on long sleeve shirts instead of short sleeve ones when I uh, put on my pajamas at night. But anyway, I don't want to digress about the weather, but it's a great lead in because, you know, every time we get near the end of the year, and although we're only in October, you know how Thanksgiving advertising and, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah advertising, everything comes earlier and earlier every year. We begin to sort of look back at what we've done this year and look ahead for the new year. And one thing that we always think about is, huh, you know, I've never really used Tumblr. Is that a network that I should pay more attention to? Or like I talked about in my last podcast, Instagram. Holy smokes, look at the engagement. Look at the success stories that we're starting to hear. How can I leverage that and make that transition from the personals of the business? Now, in alignment with all this is one of the quotes from my top 25 social media for business quotes post, which is, you are never too late to join or really engage in any aspect of a social network, right? So that's the beauty. You know, I presented last weekend in Dallas and there were literally people who said, I am just signing up to LinkedIn. Do you have a book that can help me? I'm going to be presenting in December to a group of professionals here in Irvine that a majority of them, and they're in sales and B2B, are just getting started, literally doing a workshop of getting them started with their LinkedIn account. So, and they can leverage it. You know, you may have been leveraging LinkedIn for three years and have been successful. They can start leveraging it now and they can be successful very, very quickly if they do the right things. And there's really, yes, there is an opportunity loss, but, you know, do a reset on everything you do. Don't feel like just because you tried something in the past, you shouldn't try it again, or you're too late for something. You want to go to LO? Great. You want to go to Zoo or however you pronounce it? I'm assuming it's Zoo TSU. Great. You need to be where your audience is and you need to figure out a way to engage with your audience to make yourself more successful there. Now, today's podcast, with that in mind, okay, today's podcast is going to be about Facebook groups. And you're looking at me saying, Neil, first of all, Facebook, right? Facebook seems to be hated by more social media marketers than any other social network, right? I am a big fan of Facebook. I have always been a big fan of Facebook, even though and you've heard me, you know, provide my own statistics, it has not been nearly as successful for me as a business for my digital properties as a Twitter, a LinkedIn, or even a Pinterest has been, although there's way more people on Facebook. But it is still where everybody spends their time. And after visiting Facebook headquarters 
last year, and I still owe you all a detailed ebook interview, which I am creating. I need to get my LinkedIn ebook out first because I've been promising you that for a few weeks. But I have an immense respect for the platform and the people behind the platform. They really are building something that, you know, is in essence sort of revolutionizing the way that we communicate with each other for lack of a better concept. So the other thing is that we talk about all these other networks where people still spend a heck of a lot of time on Facebook. It is still by far the biggest social network. So if you relied on this equation of Facebook page, publish a quote or image, publish a link, publish a question, do it three times a day, don't use paid advertising, and you see your organic reach lessening because of edge rank, what have you, well, you need to change what you do. You don't complain about the system. And this is what gets me. You know, originally, because up until a few years ago, professionals were only on LinkedIn, and I still get these, right? All these complaints. Why can't LinkedIn do this? Why does LinkedIn do that? It's like, hey, chill. (laughs) Here's my, my Southern California, my SoCal attitude, right? Chill, right? You're playing in their sandbox. It's LinkedIn.com. It's not yourcompany.com. You need to abide by the rules. You can complain about the rules, but you know it's just a waste of energy and a waste of time. Figure out what to do within the boundaries, and those that have done that have been the most successful. I think there was a famous quote from Guy Kawasaki who got you know suspended by Twitter back in the early days. He's like, "Hey, you gotta push these networks to their boundaries." And it's funny because I remember adding like 80 people on Elo. A few weeks ago when I was just getting started on and I think I mentioned it in the podcast and I immediately got this, hey, you've added too many people to today, come back tomorrow. Great. Now I know that that exists, right? So that's sort of the thing. You need to adapt and change your way. But the fact that people are on Facebook is no different today. It is irrelevant to the edge rank. The edge rank and social media is always going to favor people over businesses. Businesses are always at a disadvantage when engaging in social. That's another one of my top 25 social media quotes for business that you better have read that blog post. <laughs> Sorry for me being forceful there, but I express a lot more in that blog post and it's about 4,000 words that I think I've done in any of my other blog posts outside of my writing books. But let me get back to, so that's the Facebook side, right? Well, groups, Neil, what are you talking about? Now, you're probably shaking your head right now. I am like you. When Facebook groups were announced or when some internet marketers started using them, I don't know, maybe two years ago, I was opted into almost any Facebook group you can imagine. And it was spam and I hated them. And I tried to immediately leave and not allow people to add me back in and stay away from them, right? They're evil. People are just using them for marketing. There's a lot of spam, what have you. Now, that's what I used to think. But there's been a lot of just anecdotes that I have seen from people that I respect, from things that I read, that you know what? There are some great Facebook groups out there. And it's, it's the same with LinkedIn groups. I have a renaissance now with LinkedIn groups because it's a big fan of them. Then the internet marketers took over. And now there's some great groups out there that have great conversations that the internet marketers and, well, at least a lot of professionals have sort of forgotten about. They're like, eh, it's just full of spam. But there's really some great conversations, great information, but you need to find the right groups. And it's the same with Facebook, okay? So I started my experimentation by saying, you know what, I'm going to join every open group that's sort of related to social media that has, that has a lot of people. 
And I'm also going to go back into the groups that I was opted in that I haven't deleted out because it just began to be such a hassle and start to see what they're talking about. And what I realized was, yes, 80 to 90% of the groups out there are full of spam, but there are some great groups. Now, I know you're listening here, Albert Chen, because I know Albert has built a great Facebook group organically that has, I think, close to 2,000 members. You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, Albert. Like a social media job board, right, is one example. I found a Facebook group for social media managers that has a little bit over 5,000 fans, but it has tremendous engagement, no spam, and it's just been a great place to learn and also help others. So the other side of the Facebook group is as a business, you're at a disadvantage. When you're in a Facebook group, you're engaging as a person and you can engage with people a lot more easier than you can on a Facebook page if they have an interest in your group. Hope that makes sense. So if you're in marketing and you want to get ideas for new products or you want to understand the frustrations that cat owners have, You create a group for cat lovers. You talk about, you know, the products that you use. You ask people what they use. You post interesting photos. It's sort of like inbound marketing 101, but you're doing it for a group. It's the same thing you've been doing on your page and on Twitter and throughout social media, but now you're doing it on a more personal and authentic level. And it's sort of like, for lack of a better word, What I see it as is above the funnel marketing. Now, the social media managers group that I'm a member of, they have a paid, it's like, you know, a $497 informational marketing product that they sell. And they offer the group up. It's a closed group, but, you know, you can invite others. As the new group that I created, which I'll go into, it's for alumni, but also anyone else. And whenever you go to the group, you see the header image and you know who the sponsors are and that indirectly will spark an interest in them. And that's where it immediately hit me, immediately hit me that I, through the creation of a Facebook group, can create a new community like a LinkedIn group or a Google Plus community here on Facebook in a way that you can't on a personal page where you're not always talking about what you do for a living and a Facebook page where the edge rank just, the odds are not in your favor to begin with. But a community, right? notifications are going to show up by default for your friends, for most communities that I know. And obviously you can edit that so that everything shows up. But once you've invested in a community, I think you have a much better chance of getting seen. When you like a Facebook page and they post, you don't get notifications. The notifications are the difference. And it's the same reason why I talk about this Facebook app in Japan It's probably an illegal app, but you know, it's an app that someone hacked that says like your boss and you basically put in the Facebook URL your boss and you friend them and within you know, 15 to 30 minutes and when they post, it immediately likes their post, right? It's brilliant and it's about the notifications of maintaining mindshare and it's something that I go into when I talk about my social selling presentations. So as I like to say, this is a subject for another podcast. Someone's going to have to make a list of all these podcasts that I'm promising you to make sure I, uh, I live up to my own brand promise, right? So that's what I realized. Wow, I, I can create something unique here. And basically what this other group is doing is it's a freemium model. And I don't, you know, like I said, it's something unique that you can do on Facebook, similar to what you do on LinkedIn or Google+. Plus where you get notifications there as well, you know, depending on the community and your settings. But on Facebook, it's golden because we spend so much time there. I'll take a Facebook notification over the other notifications any day, right? 
because I know that's where more people are spending more time and they live off their notifications. So with that in mind, I decided you all should probably know I'm going to be launching this new community called Social Media Center of Excellence. You can go to socialmediacoe.com to register and it's going to be a unique paid community, right? Because time is money and expertise is money, but I want to offer up my expertise and experience to any and every business person, small business owner, marketing executive, whoever's out there that can't afford to hire me to speak, uh, to consult, but want more than they can get out of my books and blog posts, right? It's a natural progression for me. And really, I'm all about best practices. So that's why I got the name and that's, that's what it's going to be. But, you know, it's also a freemium model. I also want to offer, I'm all about education and empowering others. And I also want to offer up free things as well. So there'll be a free part of the site and a paywall. So it made sense to me. Now you may be thinking, well, are you going to use your Facebook group as your closed community? No, I'm building a forum into the site and for a variety of reasons. And I know it takes a little bit more work than a Facebook community, but if people are going to pay to be in a forum, I want it to be presented in a certain way to make it a resource for everybody over time. And there's also SEO benefits and you know, that's another story. And if you're curious, you can hit me up separately via email or what have you. So the freemium model of the forum within the community on the website is the Facebook community. And no, I cannot answer as many questions or give out as much advice there as I can on my own paid community, but at least I can start to promote the presence of this community on Facebook in a group and provide a heck of a lot of value. I can now funnel people when they ask me social media questions. Some of you may have seen, if you follow me personally on Facebook, that I'm just sick of answering random social media questions on Twitter. If you want to ask a question, go to my community where there's an ROI. They're opting into something. It's Facebook. Other people see it. It's a win-win really for everybody, right? So the challenge now is you begin a community, you're the only person in it who you're going to invite. And when you invite someone, you automatically opt them in. Now, this goes back to my roots of hating Facebook groups and bringing people in that haven't opted in. Fortunately, if you go to socialmediacoe.com, there's a landing page. I'll let you know when we launch and I'm acquiring email addresses. So I can go through the email addresses and find people that I know that are already opted in to receive information. So I took the liberty and there weren't that many people because I just, you know, launched that landing page recently of not only adding them, but, and there weren't that many, like I said, but also saying, Hey, the reason why I added you is you already opted into wanting more information and you're also a friend of mine. I thought it would be a natural extension to start the conversation here before that community launches. So I explained it very, very clearly. I created group rules, which were very, very clear as to what indicated spam. No, this is not a place to drop links. It's not a place to promote your products and services, et cetera, et cetera. And slowly I've started to build the community. What am I going to do to increase engagement? Do I welcome every new member? Do I start to promote it on my other sites? And slowly, I mean, it's still very, very small, but if you're interested, if you go to, I think it's facebook.com slash group slash social media COE, you can actually join the group and I'll approve of you. So that's really sort of the background, but the benefit now, and I'm already seeing it is that I'm creating, when you're talking to someone on Twitter, you know, or on some of the social networks, some of the other ones, it's a little bit different than when you talk to them on Facebook because it's the most personal 
of our networks. It's where we share the most personal information. It's also, if you look at who our average Facebook friends are, they're part of our more trusted network. So if you want to spread the word about something, you want it to spread to the Facebook friends of others, right? And Facebook will do this because, you know, I think you've all seen over the last few months that it's actively saying, hey, you should join these groups that we recommend for you and they'll show you which of your friends are in them. So that's why obviously the more people you get from diverse backgrounds, not just your own friends, but people that you have no friends of friends of, third degree connections in the words of LinkedIn, the more you're going to get exposure for your brand in Facebook. If you're a Coca-Cola, you don't need to be doing this, right? Or you could create a group for your, your VIP fans. But it's really for those that want to build more brand awareness in Facebook in a different way. I think it can be effective. I just started out on my journey. I'm already seeing very, very positive signs. It's actually forcing me to spend more time on Facebook. But hey, as I talked about in another podcast, if you want to build engagement from a community, you need to spend more time in a community. And I think Facebook groups is a great way of doing that. Probably the best way of doing it. All that makes sense? I'm just telling it like it is, like I see it, trying to share best practices with you. I can't say this is the best practice yet until I have a case study from it, but I really am excited about the potential. I'm obviously really excited about Social Media Center of Excellence, both as a new project of mine, as well as the Facebook community, which hopefully you all join. And hey, what's been your experience with Facebook groups? Let me know. If you have a case study, I want to talk about it. I want to share it. I want you to become part of the best practices and case studies that I teach corporations and professionals everywhere. That's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I always enjoy publishing these podcasts and always, whenever I see a tweet, an iTunes review, a SoundCloud repost, it means more than anything. That is my ROI from these podcasts is someone saying, Neil, I enjoyed your podcast. Thank you. That's what I'm about. That's what my content's all about. And I really hope that this empowers you to do more and to get to the next level with your social media. That's it for today, everybody. Signing out from Irvine, California. Make it a great social day. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Please also make sure to check out Neil's new community, the Social Media Center of Excellence, at socialmediacoe.com. Thanks again, and make it a social day.